Welcome back to another episode of More Than Beauty with Daniel Mason Jones. And today, my dear friend, Terry, listen, there are people that you meet along your life journey that absolutely change your life. And in the moment you you meet them, you may not understand that they may become a lifelong friend or maybe it's somebody just to teach you a simple lesson. But I can tell you in this situation, this is someone that I will call a friend for the rest of my life. Welcome to the episode, Terry. Thank you. So good to be here. I am so honored that you are carving out time in your busy world to hang out with me and to share a little bit of hope and inspiration with the world today. So we're going to be talking about something kind of deep here. If you were listening last week, we had episode 20 and we talked about a young lady named Lily and her mother, Jennifer. And today I'm going to share something really deep with all of you on this podcast that not even Terry knows. And it's truly because of Terry and her family. So Terry, I want to I want to get started and just talk about you and how amazing and I know I know your personality like I'm going to brag on you because you're so strong and just how you get up and face the world every day. Tell me like what is it that fuels you just to get up and face the world? Um what I would say that I get up with a lot of optimism and just hoping that like let's have a good day I, I hope today, I hope this is going to be a good day um so I just I think I was almost programmed in a happy way I sort of was my set point I skew happy I love that <laughs> and so you'll you'll find out that I've been through some really awful times as many people have but I that I sort of have this set point that I tend to gravitate toward. I love which that. I'm just sort of born with, and my you know, you know it's I, I'm lucky in that. I'm very lucky that that's part of my content. I think. So, would you think? Would you say that there are people that are just naturally born more positive than others, or do you think that's something that we have to work on as we as we progress through life? I definitely think that that people that some people are more positive than others. I also think that you can sometimes just an encounter, like how much we mean to each other or just something that's said or something that'll just hit like, oh, wow, I can look at it this way. Yes, absolutely. That's amazing. So for all of you listeners, the interview that we're about to open up, you know that I'm very passionate about a lot of organizations giving back in charity. And I truly believe in my heart of hearts that each and every one of us were placed here on this earth to love, serve and care for one another. And as we bring you this deep story, um, me getting to become friends with Terry and how it all came about, Terry has been through some pretty amazing times that you know a lot of us probably couldn't even withstand. So when I talk about her strength and her grace and how she navigates through life, it's truly amazing. Um, I remember last year, or actually it was three years ago, I think, you may have to correct me on my timetable here. I was at the salon and I walked into my office for just a brief moment between clients and I saw that I had a memo posted to the board in the office. Um, and it was one of my clients, Ellen. Ellen is a lovely lady. And the message, all it read was Ellen in her last name and a phone number and has a question regarding um, a brain tumor. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, not Ellen. And so I called Ellen immediately because I love her. And she went on to tell me the story of her friend and her daughter's best friend. Um, they, they had a challenge and that ended up being your family. And so 
I remember uh, making arrangements and phone calls to come that evening to the hospital to help you out. So give us a little bit of backstory before I tell how this all kind of opened up. Let's, let's talk about Leah in, in that day. What happened, what, what got us to the hospital, my, our family, we're, we're a family of four, my husband and my daughter Leah and son Sam, we were on vacation in California and Leah had been having headaches. Actually, she was with Ellen's daughter, can I say her? Yes. Sophie. Um, they were they were together and on a, um, a weekend retreat and Leah started not feeling well. So Sophie was a little bit of, sort of a part of it from the very beginning, but Leah was having headaches and we were on vacation in LA and she was taking a picture in front of the Hollywood sign. Her brother, Sam was taking the pictures and her smile was crooked. Mm. And <clears throat> I called the doctor, her doctor back home and he said, you need to have that checked. So she went and had an MRI and bam, there's a giant mass I called it a giant mass on her brain. And we went into the emergency room <clears throat> at UCLA. She had five brain surgeries. We weren't told it was cancer at the time. And I wouldn't say that it was cancer because no one told me it was cancer. So I wasn't gonna say it was cancer. Um, so she had five brain surgeries and she had to have this cast on her head. And she had this huge knot in her hair and she had very, very long hair and she loved her hair. She took great pride in her hair. And I remember when we were in LA, we would try to get that knot out. And my husband said, like, it's something he felt he could control. He would just like, it can make her better. I can do something to help. And he would just try and try and try. And we couldn't get that knot out. And um, when Ellen found out and she contacted you and which is how we met that you, you just, you're a very busy man and you um, a very talented man and you just I'm coming and you just showed up in our room to to get the knot out of Leah's hair so I remember driving there mm -hmm. and I was I had so many emotions you know we've we've dealt with a lot of childhood cancer with our friends and at the time I didn't know you all and I, I was nervous you know insecurities I'm going to walk into a hospital during the holidays you know the, the whole entire hospital is decorated um, and I'm walking through this children's hospital thinking this isn't fair that anyone is here, especially during the holidays. And I found your room very easily. And I, I remember walking in and it was you, your husband opened the door. It was you, your husband, your son eventually came in and your mother-in-law, father-in-law were there. And I met Leah and she laid there in the bed with this long hair that you speak of. And I saw the knot. And I remember I was like, I'm not a person that likes to disappoint people. I thought to myself, oh my goodness, I hope that I can get this knot out of her hair and especially in a pain-free way. And I looked at Leah and um, you all helped her get into a chair and we started promptly just working. And I remember taking my rat tail comb and I would just pick little piece after little piece after little piece. And under my breath, I was saying prayers. I'm like, I hope I'm not hurting this girl. I, and I hope that I'm providing some sort of help to this family. And your family were so amazing. I remember you trying to feed me. <laughs> I was like, I'm not here to eat. I just want to love this young lady. And I asked her, I was like, Leah, like your goal is to keep your hair right. And she says, yes. She nodded her head. Yes. And I was like, I remember saying, well, I will spend the night here if I need to uh, in order to get this knot out. And so um, you all were so amazing. Uh, just seeing how your family, your family unit was so beautiful, how you all cared for each other so deeply. 
And so finally, about three hours later, I do believe that night came out and I had forgotten my mirror. I felt like such a, a crazy man being a hairdresser, not having a mirror. And Leah pointed out very quickly that we could use our cameras on our phones to see it. And I was like, that's right. <laughs> so um, I remember that moment. And, um, and I know you remember that moment as well. She, her reaction to having her long hair, it wasn't gone. We didn't have to cut it off. And she smiled. And uh, I'll let you pick up the story there. And it was, as I told you, Daniel, it was like the first time she smiled in a very long time. And it was, it was a genuine um, vintage classic Leah smile. And I just hadn't seen that face. And I pulled you out of the, into the hallway to tell you that and we, we had just met and I wanted you to know, and I know it meant a lot to you um, to that, what, that, that you, brought that out in her and you, you softened her. And it was in that moment, you and I shared in the hallway and I could feel your pain. Um, I could, you were hurting as any parent would. And it was uncertain what was happening. And uh, knowing that your daughter, you want to fix your child. If there's something wrong, even if it's a stuffy nose, you want to make them better because you don't want your child to suffer with anything, especially in this particular situation. And I remember giving you a hug and I told you that I, I worked with a, an organization here in Atlanta through charity and that in my heart, like I knew that I was placed here to, um, to love people in a different way. And my gift that I've been given is hairdressing. I'm an artist, I love to give that back, but I use that vehicle to care for people. And I remember saying to you, and this is something that I've not told anyone. So um, I remember saying to you in that moment, I was like, you know, what I get to do is more than a haircut. It's more than a color. I get to love people. It's more than beauty. And that was where the name of this podcast was actually born, was with Leah. So, um, you know, I, the story that I told in episode 20, was the first person that I knew that opened my eyes to this. And now the podcast, here we are with you. And I'm, I'm just so grateful. Leah's impact, you know, me only having met her the one time will last with me forever. And, you know, I know that's happened for so many other people that she's known or met that your family, that everybody loves you all. What is, what is one thing that if you could explain Leah, what was her spirit like? to everyone that's listening. Leah was very easygoing and very genuine and very loving. She was, um, she made people feel good. She knew how to disarm people and just make them feel good. Um, she was a bit of a perfectionist. She worked really hard. She, um, it was, interesting to watch her like go from I mean she would stay up all night doing a project you know which I try to help her on it sometimes be like midnight one o'clock I'm like Leah can you just stop it's good enough like I was the parent that would say it's fine stop <laughs> would you please stop working um, and so then she you know she got this brain tumor and I failed to say this in the beginning but she she had five surgeries in LA and something happened during one of the surgeries. There was like a little incident, it hit, it hit something. And so when she left LA and came back to Atlanta, we had lived in the hospital in LA for about a month. 
<clears throat> excuse me, I can't clear my throat. And then when we got to Scottish Rite, she had lost like the right side of her body. She wasn't able to, she had lost a lot of ability from the surgery. So she went from being a perfectionist to someone that had to really work hard and she worked and worked and worked to get everything back. And she did, she got, she got it all back. She got to a point where she, you wouldn't know that she was suffering, going through anything. So she was, uh, she was hardworking and she was just, she had a lot of different friend groups and um, loving and sweet. I love that. You know, and that was the one thing that I would stay in touch with. I would text you all the time. And I felt like I, I was borderline stalker, oh. <laughs> but I, I just immediately had a deep care for all of you. And I would message your mother-in-law on Facebook and I would get up-to-date reports to find out how Leah was doing. And I remember um, there was a, a cure childhood cancer. There was a luncheon that we support every year and it's called Quiet Heroes. And that the Quiet Heroes are typically the mothers of the children because you know, you mothers, you're, you're behind scenes, you're fighting, you're trying to hold the family together, you're trying to hold down your career, and you really are the unsung hero. And my client, Chris, uh, Chris Glavin, she started that charity years ago, and I was unable to attend this particular one. And Jody, my husband, went to it, and I remember that you and Mickey were there. And um, I was like, please make sure to meet them. These are these people are very special to me. And so there was texting going on. And when you all had met, I felt so happy <laughs> um, that you got to know each other. But during that time, you know, that was a big move that you stepped out to go to a luncheon like that with so many people. Um, and and I, I'm glad that you did, that you could gain hopefully some strength from, from a community of people that have been through crazy situations. But um, Leah was struggling at that point. Yes. Um, and I think that was late September. So we, at that point, Leah was, because she passed away in October, correct? Yes. So, you know, just being able to have these communities of people. And, and I love what you're sharing about Leah. You're saying that she's like this perfectionist. Um, she, she would push herself. And I read that she had actually switched schools. She went to a, a larger school and then she switched to a smaller school where she actually didn't even know anyone. Um, with all of these other changes going on in her life. So this talks about her tenacity and how strong she actually was as a person. What was that like for her to change schools? Well, she, and she did know, she knew Sophie and she had another very dear friend there, but for, but for the most part, it was a small Jewish school and um, it was high school only. And most people knew each other and had been there throughout. So she entered as a junior. Right. And um, it took a, it took a lot of, a lot of guts and she um early on within about the first the first few weeks of being at the new school she decided it was her idea that she wanted to stand up in an assembly and tell everybody just let people know her story she said everyone at my old school knew because you know it was a big drama she just you know we went away for thanksgiving break and then she didn't come back for months and she had a brain tumor but she wanted the new, she wanted people at her new school to know who she was. And she stood up and just gave this just beautiful talk from the heart talk about, she told her story and she said, she just, just wanted you to, she said, don't be afraid of me. You can ask me anything. You can just, I just want just be yourself. Yeah. Just be and yourself. And she didn't want to be treated in a special way. She said, I, I remember she said, before this happened, I didn't know how to talk to anybody that had cancer. I want you to like, please, you can, 
it's just, I'm a person and um, I'll tell you anything. I don't have anything to hide. So um, it was, it was, she's just inspires me. To, I, I use the present tense. I think about her and how she went through all this and I'm, she, it just lifts, it just elevates me in the way that I want to carry on. I love that. You know, but there's so many people that they go day to day, they kind of, they exist. And, and that's something that I've always been so clear, but in particular in 2020, we all are given a gift every day. We're given a gift every day to give back, to pour into people. Um, I, I could give so many examples of people that do that around me. And I'm so grateful for all of you. But it, it's like we're given this gift and it's how we choose to show up. You know, we can't control everything that's happening around us, but we can control how we react to it. And this is a prime example. Leah had, she was given one of the hardest tests in life and she showed up, she pushed through it. She didn't just push through it, she won the game, like changing schools and she graduated. She was accepted into multiple universities. Um, this is a powerhouse kid. You know, a lot of people, if they get a migraine headache, they're stumped for a week. And this girl, talk about perseverance. Where do you think she, she developed this spirit from? I think that she was, I do think that you're kind of born with it. I do think I have to credit our family to an extent that we, we just we sort of decided how we're gonna face it. And we're, we're a very strong family. We love each other very much. And um, it's who she is and who she was and how it kind of fed itself. Yeah. I mean, it was, yes, you have cancer. Yes, you have brain cancer. Um, and as it turns out, the diagnosis was a very um, difficult, brain cancer in general is a very difficult one. We never talked about, she had glioblastoma, which is what, um, <clears throat> help me, who had glioblastoma? Uh, by, yeah, and, and Joe Biden's son. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an aggressive and typically, uh, from what I understand with, and one of my friends passed away last May 24th from the same cancer. She was an amazing soul also. Um, it's, it's typically a two to three year prognosis from time that you're diagnosed. And I know there's, they've made some advanced treatments, you know, with, with um, I don't know if Leah went through this where they shave your head and they put the magnetic, where the magnets pull from left to right and front to back. And, th and that stops the tumors from building or the cells from gathering together, but you can only do that for so long. And um, that's why we're so, we're so adamant about donating so much of our money and time back to cure childhood cancer is because the research, we need the research so that families don't have to go through what you've been through. You know, this is, this is not a natural order. When you look at the process of life, you know, we expect to lose our grandparents. We expect to lose our parents. Maybe you'll lose a sibling or a spouse, but this is, out of order, so to speak. This To lose your child is completely out of order. And so we just fight and fight and fight. And when I when I fall in love with families like yours, it just pushes me to fight harder um, because it's just, it's crazy. Let me ask you, it, going back with Leah, what is your funniest moment? Or can you hear her laugh? Or like something that is really on a day that you need that? What is something that brings you joy or brings you peace thinking about her? A very funny thing to me that sort of um, embodied our our last um, few our when she was sick, um, she had a a, a bad MRI in April, and 
they didn't think that she'd be able to even graduate high school in May, but she ended up having two separate high school graduations. Her, her school gave her her own little private ceremony because I didn't think she'd make it. And it was the most lovely, um, lovely experience. It was our rabbis came and, and uh, wow. it was just beautiful. And um, then she actually made it to the big ceremony and her walking across the stage and it was hard, it was very moving. But as you know, then time was passing and she started deteriorating. And I remember once Lee and I loved the um, Survivor. It's one of my favorite shows. I think it's such, it's, I love that show. It's like brings out such the, the very base of people. Yes. Being able to like, you want to win, you want to beat them off. And how do people act and strategize? And we love that show. We watched, we actually watched 34 seasons of Survivor. Oh my goodness. <laughs> From, yeah. And we, I mean, we would just sit up and, and watch, watch, watch. And I remember like asking Leah to turn on the television or that you know, we had this kind of complicated mode. She said, mom, you're going to have to learn how to do this. I'm going to die. Oh. <laughs> and um, it, it was a fun light moment. <laughs> She she took it. She that's Leah. Yeah. Yes. So if you could be granted one wish today that you could spend one more day with this amazing young lady, what would you do with her? I would take I would walk the streets of New York, see shows. That's what she said. I know she was definitely a Broadway girl. Um I remember she didn't, I know she was like, she loved Wicked. She loved Adina Mazel. And if I'm not mistaken, Adina Mazel actually either came and visited her at the hospital. Yeah, in, in LA. That's so amazing. Talk yeah. about great people. Yes. And then I think in her service, didn't you all play 525,600 minutes? Yes. Um, she performed in Rent um, at her school. And she, and she, her mind was not great. And she, um, she she pulled it off but adina menzel i want to just say that leah turned 16 in the hospital at, at ucla it was her 16th birthday and one of the nurses knew um a friend of adina menzel's and got just made that connection and said we've got this we've got this patient she's just out of nowhere got diagnosed with a brain tumor she's turning 16 could you you think you could send her a message or record or something and adina said can i come meet her and she came to the hospital. She spent about an hour sitting in our room, sat on the bed, just chit chat. And, um, I mean, that's special. That's one of the beautiful things that happened. And, you know, and we had a lot of beautiful things and a lot of beautiful experiences. And I think that, um, Leah's cancer brought out the absolute best in, in so many people, there was so much beauty and Leah recognized it. And, you know, she was a teenage girl. She, uh, and, but she, she, it changed. I think that the cancer just, maybe it sped up the absolute deep inner beauty in her. That's amazing. You know, to appreciate what she was around. Yes. To appreciate. Powerful that in moments of adversity and chaos that, that humans do show they're amazing. I've often joked, I don't, I don't watch the news because it stresses me. I don't even like to watch the weather channel. It makes me so mad. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I joke about that. I'm like, there are so many amazing people in this world. And sadly, they don't make it to the news station. You know, you don't hear that Adina, that she showed up to do this. Like you don't hear these stories, but 
we have to lean on each other. I saw a quote. I was I was talking about this. I think before we recorded. If not, I'm repeating myself. Um, but I was in a store, a boutique on Sunday, and this plaque was so wonderful. What it was, what was written on it, it says, "We are all here, simply walking each other home." And so, whatever that means to you, I think that's so powerful. Like we all have a responsibility. We all have a unique gift. We all have a unique purpose. And it's up to us to share that with the people that need it most in the times they need it most. And so for you and your family, for Leah, like you all have done that in such a big way. Um, I know I've talked about Cure Child Cancer. Are there any other organizations that you would love to maybe mention here that people, if they feel um, a sense to donate money, or maybe they're looking for a charity, something that you might recommend? In, in Leah's honor? Sure, Cure Childhood Cancer, absolutely. Um, there's another group, Ian's Friends Foundation, that was started by a couple whose two-year-old son um, was diagnosed with a brain tumor and they started this foundation. They started in their, they started in, in their backyard. They started, they would have a, a, like just a night and it was a fundraising event. And now it's become this gala and they have it once a year and, um, everyone gets decked out. And Leah spoke, actually spoke at the gala um, two or three years ago. Um, but they, they fund individual, they, they fund groundbreaking research. They try, they like try to connect doctors from, you know, researchers from all around the world and get their ideas and bring out their ideas and u- unite them. I think there's a, there's a, I don't know if this is correct. I, this was said to me and I think it's correct. So don't quote me, but there can, there can be competition. Like I want to be the one to find it. And they are, they, they bring that down and get people to just talk and share their ideas. We're also um, fond uh, cure search is another group that we have gotten involved with. They have this, it's called the ultimate hike. It's a um, 30 miles in one day hike. Wow. That my, that my son, Sam and I did, um, we, we finished it and Leah met us at the finish line. And it was when she had gotten, when we knew that she wasn't going to make it, it was a beautiful meeting moment. And Cure Search actually reminds me of Ian's friends, the same idea. They, they fund, I, you know, children should not get cancer. No, It's just not meant to be. And as far as funding, very little funding goes towards children specifically and children need different treatment than adults. So um, I think that's something that a lot of people don't know, you know, as we have donated and been so involved, it's less than 4% of federal funding to all cancer donations. You know, there's, there's all the organizations out there, but less than 4% of that money is actually allocated toward the children. And there's not been a lot of breakthroughs in technologies with chemotherapies and radiations for these children. So that's why we, we are so passionate. And, you know, if you drive through my neighborhood anytime from like July through now, there still are gold bows on so many mailboxes just saying, hey, we know what the pink ribbon stands for, but the gold bow signifies Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, which is the month of September. So there's definitely been some strides being made there and opportunities like, you know, social media platforms like this where people will share and really help other people. People like your, your family, you need this help and you need the support during the time that, that you can't be all things to all people. So um, in closing, what would you, what would Leah say to all of our listeners today in the world that we live in today with all of the divide, with all of what seems to be hate, what would Leah say to all of us? 
be nice. <laughs> it wouldn't be like profound or a bit, it's you know, just be, be nice. It's profound. <laughs> you know, she, she would just be nice, be kind. It's so simple. Life is so short. We have, we yes. have to live each day as if it's our last and really just show up for other people. Terry, I am eternally grateful for you, your friendship, your family, um, your just who you are in the community and what you stand for. I, I'm so grateful to know you. And I'm excited that now all of my friends get to know who you are as well. Oh, I'm so, I am, I am so honored. And what you did for, for us and what you, the way that you just, the way that you just stopped what you were doing. And it was just a gift. I'm going to be there. I remember talking to you on the phone and, and you were booked until seven 30 and <laughs> you, you know, you were on your, ninth, 10th hour already of work. And it was just a given, I'm going to be there as to who you are. And I appreciate you. We appreciate, <laughs> I mean, what you meant, what just you walking in that door and what you brought to her. I, it, you are one of the beautiful parts of, of all of it. Well, I think you guys are as well. I remember your father-in-law, as I was walking out of the room, he says, sir, in our religion, we call this a mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I know what that means. It's a good, <laughs> for all of you that don't know, it's a good deed. And I, I do believe that you need to do one mitzvah a day, especially here we are. Happy, happy Hanukkah to your family, by the way, here we are in the middle of the holiday. Actually, we're, we're two days away from it being over, but um, you're so amazing. Thank you for your time. I'm going to link the charity links below in the show notes. So if anyone wants to make a donation on behalf of Leah, or in our previous episode, episode 20 with Lily. Um, please, please do that because these families need your support. Terry, much love from my home viewers. For all of you listening, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much.